It's Tuesday, November 8th, and this is Good Will Talk Daily. Welcome back to Good Will Talk Daily, everybody. It's great to be with you on this election day. And uh, uh, this is also a day that at least my kids in the Newburgh School District, they've got the day off. And so we're hanging out together as a family at home for part of the day today. I've got some meetings this afternoon, but... Um, enjoying some time with them. And also, of course, it is election day. So if you're heading out to vote, pray that you are out there being safe and uh, taking part in our democracy. So we are taking our time here at Goodwill Talk Daily to look at the five solas this week. We finished a couple of weeks ago our study through Second Timothy and, and I'm really excited to be in the solas for a week and in response to Reformation Day, which was October 31st. And so we didn't talk about this last week because we took that week off, uh, but we're looking at the five solas today. Yesterday was sola scriptura. Uh, you're welcome to go back and listen to that or just jump in right here with us. You don't ever have to go back. I want you to know that. You never have to go back and listen to things that have happened before. My prayer is that you're going to get something out of today. Just your showing up today and listening to this is an evidence of your desire to spend time with the Lord every day. So thanks for being here today. Let's dive into the next sola. The next sola is sola gratia. So this scripture alone, grace alone, sola gratia. These are Latin words. That's where we get these solas. And we're looking at grace alone today in the uh, context of our relationship with God. How do we have a relationship with the Creator? Well, we, we learn about this Creator, and we are given access to the redemptive acts of God through um, Scripture alone. But the very fact that we even have access to that is by grace alone. Included in this is an understanding of our human sin. And so what I want to do is read the first few verses of Ephesians chapter 2. So we're going to look at Ephesians chapter 2 today. I'm going to start in verse 1, and I'm going to go all the way through verse 10. We're actually spend two days in this passage because I want to emphasize something tomorrow uh, that shows up toward the end of this. But right now, I want us to talk about grace. And grace is a divine response given to sinners. Grace is not received by those who don't need it. You must be a sinner to receive grace. And that's what Ephesians 2 is about. Let's look at this. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved." and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Let's just pause there. We'll look at the rest of this chapter, or at least the next couple of verses of this chapter tomorrow. I want you to hear that great news. By grace you have been saved this is our only access to salvation. 
look at the way we are described. We are described as people who are carried away by our by the desires of the body and the mind. We carry out the passions of our flesh. We're by nature children of wrath because we are dead in our trespasses and sins. One of the things I love about Pastor Ken, whenever he preaches, he he always is, is without fail. Adam and Eve will show up in a sermon that Pastor Ken gives. I love it. Because it reminds us that sin is an intrusion into the world that God had created. Then when Adam and Eve sinned, we all became, because of our sin, dead. We're no longer alive, but we are the walking dead. We have spiritually died. And the, the evidence of our spiritual death actually is our physical death. The reason why we are all going to die physically is because we all already have died spiritually. And what we need is to be brought back to life. And so we need a resurrection to take place. We need to be resurrected spiritually. And the evidence that we are resurrected spiritually is that we will one day resurrect physically. You see how that works together? A spiritual resurrection is evidenced by a physical resurrection in the future. How do we attain this? How do we receive this salvation? this reversal of the curse of death that was placed on us because of our sin. Well, we won't seek this ourselves. We won't. We're dead. Dead things don't seek. Lazarus, for example, did not seek to be resurrected. He didn't put his faith in Jesus and hope that he'd be resurrected. No, he was resurrected by Christ first. Then he was able to behold Jesus by faith, with eyes of faith. You see, This kind of resurrection must take place purely by an act of God's grace. There is nothing in us that would seek it. We are children of wrath, just like the rest of mankind. But the the ground of our salvation, look at this, but God being rich in mercy, so there's mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, there's his love, Even when we were dead in our trespasses, so we're not doing anything, God has then made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. We are saved by grace alone. By grace. Because God looked at you even in your sin and he said, I see you and I love you. Do you feel like if God could see you, he would turn his back on you? I think a lot of us feel that way. We're aware of our own sin, our own brokenness. And we have this idea that, oh man, if God saw what I was doing now, he'd be so disappointed in me. Oh, I would never do this in front of Jesus because, in fact, I don't know if I ever want to be in front of Jesus because uh, I don't think he would look at me very nicely. Good news. He sees you. He sees you even at your lowest, even at your most sinful. He sees you and he responds to you by grace because of the great love that he has for you. The grace of God is an extension of the love of God. And he sees you in your sin and he knows you can't even choose to follow him. It's impossible because you're dead in your trespasses and sins. And he says, that's okay. I will make you alive again because I love you and I'll show you mercy and I will save you by my grace. That's how loved you are by God. You know, there are many who would say, we got to work our way to salvation. We got to do enough right things and then God will save us. Or, or better yet, 
yeah, he might save us by grace, but then we have to keep ourselves saved. But look at this. He look, look at look at the way this is described. By grace you have been saved, and God has raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. So once he saves us, he brings us into his presence that he might shower us with more grace. Not only do we not save ourselves, we don't keep ourselves saved. All of this is God looking at you and saying, I love you, I save you, I know you've messed up, I know you continue to mess up, but when you confess your sins, I'm faithful and just to forgive you because I love you because I showed you grace in the first place. Do you know how loved you are, brother and sister Christian? God looked at you and said, I love her, I love him, I'm saving him, not because... Not because they've earned it, but because I want to give it by my grace. Our salvation is owed to the grace of God alone. Thank God for that. Thank God we did not have to raise ourselves from the dead, but instead it is the power of Christ that raises us from the dead. It is a gracious gift of God that we might see him and follow him with the rest of our lives. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for your grace. You saw us in our sin and our rebellion against you. You saw us in all of our deadness and you made us alive again in Christ. And by grace, we have been saved. We thank you. We praise you for your love, your mercy, your grace. Help us, Lord, not to rely on our own strength to follow you but to daily drink from the well of grace that you offer us in Christ Jesus. Would we glory in that grace, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for being here today. I'll see you again tomorrow right back here at Goodwill Talk Daily.